Hi and welcome to Mum of Three. Today I'm going to talk about ESAs. Now for those who don't know what an ESA is, they are emotional support animals. Now I had a wonderful beautiful black kitty cat who was my emotional support animal. Now, when it comes to emotional support animals, they can play a very big, vital role in not only your life, but say your children's life if you have children. For me, my boy, he, he was more than just my emotional support animal. He was my best friend in a way. He was there when I felt like I had no one. He was there when um, I was having emotional difficulties, whether that be an emotional breakdown, um, whether I was having nightmares, or I just felt mentally unwell or physically unwell. I mean, it's hard to explain all the things that I've been through with him. But he's always been there and he's been the best friend I've ever had. Now, <laughs> with doing research about emotional support animals, there I thought I'd just clarify that there are two massive distinctions between um, emotional support animals and actual, um, what's the word? Oh, I'm trying to think of it right now, but I can't remember. Um special animals like guide dogs and stuff like that that are there to do a duty now an emotional support animal is more like an animal that you take on board because emotionally you feel like you need that little friends to be at home with you like I can't tell you how good that feels to you know come home after a really hard day and you've got that little fur baby whether that be a dog or a cat or whatever you choose to have sitting there waiting for you at the end of the day just wanting to give you cuddles wanting to just sit there and just unconditionally love you like a child does that's something special for us people who suffer mentally like me i have ptsd and i'm still coping with the news of that that is really shocking for me. I'm still coping. I'm still learning. And to have that news and then later on down the track, like not even a month, to lose your fur baby is pretty hard. That, that was your rock, you could say. You know, um... He was my little friend that I could tell him my thoughts and my feelings and I knew he never judged me. Or at least I thought I knew anyway. I mean, you never know what animals are thinking, right? Unless you're one of those special people that know how to read minds. Um, you know, I could be having a really shitty day and he'll come up and he'll sit on me and say, hey, I'm not leaving until you give me attention. You know, especially when I'm feeling like he knew when I was feeling suicidal. He knew when I was feeling like I needed to self-harm. 
because he would follow me if I got up to go to the bathroom. If I managed to get up and get him off me and go to the bathroom, he'll follow you. And if you shut the door behind you and he doesn't manage to get through, he would scratch the shit out of it and yell until you let him through. And then he would sit there and watch you. Like a hawk, whether that be on the bed or in the bathroom. He would watch you. And that's what I loved about him. He was he was there to look out for me. He was there to look over me. And he was good with my kids too. If one of my kids, like, um, I had a big scare with one of my babies. When they were only about three to six months old and they could still fit in their bassinets because, you know, being a multiple, born small, you stay small for a while, right? Anyway, one of them, she'd managed to roll over and smother herself. He picked up on this immediately because he was sleeping beside them on my bed. They were in their bassinets. And he came and got me. He meowed and meowed and meowed and meowed until I paid attention. And he came and got me and said, hey, basically saying, hey, something's not right. And he'd take off down to the bedroom. And if I didn't follow him, he'd come back and meow at me until I, until I got up and followed him. And then found that she, she was breathing quite heavily. And, of course, it sent me into panic mode. You know, that's how much of a good cat he is. Or was, at least. You know, he, I'm going to miss a lot about him, to be honest. Um, this was supposed to be a talk about em emotional support animals and what, you know, <laughs> how good they are. But here I am telling stories instead. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, well, I might just rename it. I don't know. We'll think about that. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I'm going to miss a lot about him. All his quirky things that he did to make me laugh. Um, the entertainment, the pure joy, the pure cuddles. That safe security blanket he gave me. Um, especially when I was feeling heavily depressed, he would sit on top of me. Because he was an almost 6kg cat, that sensation of this big cat laying on top of me was a nice feeling. It calmed me, it relaxed me. I guess part, I suppose this could still be the same topic video, in a, uh, video uh, same topic podcast in a way, because, I mean, it's, it's explaining what he did for me and what emotional support animals can do for others, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, most animals, they can be a calming, relaxing feeling for someone who is they who feels like they're struggling um they can put a you know animals they can put 110 110 percent of their attention into you if you're just not right like i can't count the amount of times i when i've found myself really struggling that i've actually found like a few minutes later he's on top of me He's purring at me. He's headbutting me. He's smooching me. If you have a pet and you also struggle from mental health, take note. Take note of what your animal does when you're having a really bad moment. You never know. You might already have that emotional support animal already.
Now, if you don't have an emotional support animal, that's okay. Maybe you cope differently to others, or maybe you just haven't found your ba- your fur baby yet. In the next podcast, I'm probably going to s- discuss the best ways to, you know, find that emotional support pet. Um, I guess it's also about learning who you are as well and what kind of personality you have. Um, I don't know what else I can say about emotional support animals. I mean, they go hand in hand with each other, like um, with yourself and the animal. They can do some most amazing vital things. They can create calming environments for you. They can, um, they show you unconditional love. They can also be pure entertainment. Um, It's also that feeling of having something relying on you to look after them. That responsibility of looking after something. Um, That, you know, there's some, you know, there's a living being waiting for you at home. Waiting to give you lots of love and attention, vice versa. Those all count for something. Those all say, you know, it's, yeah, it's a lot of things. I really need to do a checklist and do a proper podcast about this, honestly. But yeah, um, I don't know what else I can say. But if you've heard this and you think you want some input into this, then you do hashtag ESA mum of three and I'll get back to you on that one I would love to hear your guys thoughts and feelings now you can find me on all forms of social media at the moment and mum of three or mum of three 2018 and yeah I look forward to hearing your guys feedback on some of these um podcasts in the meantime thank you for taking the time to listen and I'll catch you guys in the next one